Hello, Sobertown. Welcome to the Sobertown podcast. <clears throat> My name is Polly. I am on the sober train riding into the wonderful world of sobriety, and I am doing it solo. I will be riding with company later. But today I am riding solo. And before I get into what I wanted to talk to you about, which is the Annie Grace Tool Act, ACT. But before I start talking about ACT, I just want to say to you, I want to do a shout out to the I Am Sober app. It's an app you can download from the App Store. It has a way of connecting with other people, getting into the sober lifestyle. It has milestones. It has a day counter. You can get close friendships going, which is uh, what I have done. I came into the <clears throat> into the I Am Sober app on June the 3rd, twenty. 20. So 16 months ago, I came into there. And I haven't looked back. I have a community who understands my feelings, understands when I am struggling and understands when I'm having a not so good day. And they support me wholeheartedly. And these people have become, even though I've never met any of them in real life, these people have come absolutely become absolutely dear to my heart. So uh, if you're looking for an app to help, download the I Am Sober app. From the I Am Sober app and the friendships I formed came this platform, SoberTownPodcast.com. I hope that you go to the website, SoberTownPodcast.com, because it has so much to offer. <coughs> Pardon me. We have a young man by the name of Todd. And Todd works very, very hard for SoberTownPodcast.com in that he helps put together sober tools. He has a sober toolbox. In the sober toolbox, you can learn about dealing with cravings. Episodes one, two, and three, and four, sorry. Um, the mental state. The five wives the letter to dear me in addiction and post triggers drinking versus non-drinking these are all things and he has done these all by himself we also have our podcast episodes on there and then we have sobriety inspiration where it's photos of people before and after alcohol the differences are huge tattoos people have got during their uh, sobriety to celebrate milestones, a wall of fame where people have shared posts from the I Am Sober app that have meant a lot to them. So there is a lot on that um, website and it can help you build, build your toolbox. We are helping you, but the bottom line is the hard work is all yours. We, we've done the same thing in our journey is We've done the hard work, but we've looked around for tools, quitlets, podcasts, meditation, yoga, Zooms, of which I Am Sober community have set up their own Zooms. There's a lot of tools. A lot of people, when I first came into the I Am Sober app, were talking about Annie Grace. Now, Annie Grace has been sober for, I think it's eight years. 
She has a Facebook page. She's got all the social platforms you can find, Annie Grace, but she has a book called um, This Naked Mind. And one of the tools in the alcohol experiment that you can sign up for for 30 days free, one of the tools is ACT, which is you use ACT to stop romanticizing alcohol. But what I have discovered is I can use ACT for other everyday situations. ACT is awareness. It's stating a belief. Clarity, where you clarify. To me, it was emotions running through my mind based on a situation that had happened, which I will explain in a little while. Um, I became aware of those emotions and I had to clarify them. And the third part, the T, is to turn around. And you turn around and you turn it into, my way of thinking was you turn it into a positive. Because we have so many negative thoughts and emotions when we first stop drinking. And you have to turn these into a positive. And you ask, how does it make you feel after you've turned it into a positive? Well, it makes you feel good that you've conquered this. So wine came about where I used ACT, and I didn't realize I was using it until afterwards. I talk with Drifter, I would say every day, maybe the odd day we don't get to talk, but I would say six days out of seven we talk. And he kept telling me about ACT. You know, it was the one thing, the one tool that got him through his early days of uh, sobriety. Me, I'm a woman and I deal with it differently and we deal with emotions differently. We're not so black and white as men. So bless you, Drifter, I love you to bits as my little sober buddy. But my mind works differently from yours. And actually, my mind is 10 years older. So it's a little, uh, little weary. <laughs> it's got a little more upstairs. <laughs> So what I'm going to say to you is we deal with some painful emotions in our life. And one of my painful emotions this past weekend was grief. But besides the grief, I had anger. I received the news on Saturday evening that my niece her daughter was had died. Now, her daughter was actually heavily addicted to drugs. And she was only 26 when she died on Saturday. And this made me very angry that a young life was gone to the evils of addiction. And the thought that at any time I could have been gone and my children, my grandchildren, I, they wouldn't know me. My children, I would leave the legacy of, oh, well, my mom died while she was drunk. Now I don't want to leave my children and my grandchildren that legacy. Thank you very much. That's not one I want them to have. But anyway, back to the point. I was walking on Sunday and I was angry. I was, I was upset. I was angry. I was hurt for my sister, my sister-in-law. 
who was going to have to go and identify her granddaughter because my niece couldn't go and identify her daughter. She was too distraught. So my sister-in-law, who was 70, was going to have to go and look on the face of her granddaughter and say, yes, that's my girl. And that hurt me big time. And while I was walking, I wanted to just keep walking. And Drifter and I called me during my walk when I was crying and walking. And I let rip, bless him, he listened to me and I let rip. And I said, I really wanted to walk and walk and walk and not come back and just walk away from all this. And he said, and where would you go? And I said, I don't fucking know. And those were my exact words. And if they offend, I'm sorry, because it was very emotional. But then I was still angry the next day. But then I, I read the responses to my post because I made a post in I Am Sober because it had made me so angry that a young life had gone to addiction. And the responses were so truly beautiful. I had so much love and support. And it made me realize that it's a community that holds you up when you need it. These are people fighting their own addiction and they are there for you. Because as we all know, addiction is the pits. So... On Monday, I was walking and I found some peace because I walk by a lake. And then on Tuesday morning, I did an early morning podcast with a young lady, a young mom, who has found peace in her sobriety and is going to be there for her young children. They're going to know their mom not the drunk, they're going to know their mom and she's going to be there for them. And I started to feel connected again. And then I went for my walk. And it was a very social walk because I was later in the day and I'd met a lot of people I hadn't seen for a while. And it was a nice time to catch up because there is so much joy in sobriety little things, just going for a walk and seeing someone smile at you and say, hi, haven't seen you for a while. Are you okay? And you can answer because you haven't got that headache. You haven't got that dry mouth. You don't get too close in case you smell of alcohol. You can genuinely be happy to meet people. And it brought me to a sense of peace. But what it also did I think I'd, I think Mr. Drifter's act, ACT, I'd, I think it had had a subliminal effect on me and I actually absorbed it because I became aware of how my thought processes had gone through those few days. And when I take the A, the awareness, and I think I will read you the post I put where I suddenly realized what I'd done to process through this. And it just gives to show that 
awareness, clarity, and then turning it around can apply to anything that brings on a strong emotion. You suddenly sit there and you become aware of the emotion and you look around you to clarify what has caused this emotion. What is going on around you that is making you feel this way? She says clarify. I, look, I call it clarity because you have to get clarity. And then the turnaround is, well, what can I do to deal with this emotion? Am I having a craving? Craving is desire. So am I having a craving? You become aware of it. Okay, I'm having a craving. Why am I having a craving? Well, I'm absolutely doing nothing but lying on the sofa and thinking about alcohol, which is not good for you. We all know that. The first days of coming off alcohol, you really do not want to think about it. It's the last thing you want to think about. So you become aware. So then you have to, you're starting to clarify why you're getting this craving. Okay, I'm just lying on the sofa. I'm doing nothing to help myself. What can I do to help myself? Okay, it's late in the evening. I'm going to go and take a nice long bath and I think I'm going to have an early night. Or the dog needs walking, so I'm going to put the lead on the dog and I'm going to take the dog for a nice walk. So then you've turned it around and you've started doing something. Well, mine was different because of the grief. So I will read you the post where I suddenly became aware of what I did. And it was, it was on October the 6th, so it was yesterday. I put this post up after I suddenly realized what had happened to me. And I put, I think Mr. Drifter has, has been having a subliminal effect on me. Act. Number one, awareness. I wrestled with anger at the loss of a young life. I was sad for my sister-in-law that she had to gaze on the face of her granddaughter and say, yes, that's my girl. I was frustrated that I could not do anything to make things better. And I railed at the big guy upstairs and I walked. Two, clarify. As I walked at first, I wanted to run away from these emotions, but I worked my way through because I knew these were normal feelings. They're perfectly normal. We all feel sadness, loss, anger, and a feeling of helplessness. Three, turn around. As my mind worked, I turned my feelings around and said, okay, I can't change what has happened, but what can I do to help my sister-in-law? Once I'd done this, it took me to a place of peace. I'd taken my feelings and become aware. Then I'd processed them to get clarity. Then I'd make, made my sister's hurt, my sister-in-law's hurt, my priority. I cannot be there for my sister-in-law physically, but I can support her emotionally. I live in America. She lives in the UK. Every day I don't drink, I grow in clarity and strength, and I'm developing my character. 
that was part of my post for that day. And I didn't because it wasn't until afterwards that I realized what I'd done. Act can be used in any situation. Your child is having a tantrum. Why is your child having a tantrum? Instead of screaming at your child, why is the child having a tantrum? Has the child got a toothache? Is the child tired? You have to pause. And I know it's hard as a mom. You get stressed. You know, you're cooking the supper. The kids are screaming. The dog's running 10 miles an hour around the house. It's chaos. But you have to stop and pause because in actual fact, act, what ACT does for you is help you turn a negative around to become a positive for you. So that's what happened to me. And my advice, go and read this naked mind. Go and sign up for a 30-day alcohol experiment. Immerse yourself in recovery. Because if you don't immerse yourself in recovery and just rely on willpower, you'll fail. And if that's harsh, I'm sorry, it's the truth. You have to immerse yourself in your sobriety. AA have a saying. It works if you work it. So work it because you're worth it. We are worth it. So I am going to step off the train and hope to see you again on this beautiful sober journey soon. So from Polly, I will say no sippy, no slippy. Goodbye. And I'll see you again soon. <laughs>